Ladies, humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I am Jared. So you claim. Uh, yeah, that's what the papers say anyway. I don't know if I believe it though. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of news coverage coming out of New York from your recent visit. Uh, oh, the city was in a tizzy. Oh, shit. Uh, whoops. <laughs> so it's it's reached you then, huh? Whoop. Uh, well. <laughs> now, how was your trip? How'd it go? Good, man. It was good. It was, uh, it was very exhausting, but very good at the same time. Yeah? So, yeah. Did you get what you... So for anyone who doesn't remember or wasn't around, Jared went to New York to film a film uh, that he's making. Mm-hmm. Uh, did mm-hmm. you get what you needed? Did you get... Yeah, it was it was yeah. good. It was um, so I guess for any a, a little a, a peek behind, you know how the hot dogs are made for anybody who doesn't know, right? Like when you make a movie, you film at one place and then you go somewhere else where it's supposed to be for like two <laughs> days, film that there, yeah. and then boom, movie takes place in Los Angeles, Seattle, wherever. So this one's New York. So we were out there nice. for three days. We got what we needed and had plenty of time. Like we specifically set aside time to just walk around the city and get like new york type shots yeah. you know so we did a lot of central park we were mostly up in harlem um but we did a little bit down in brooklyn so it was and i just it's a gorgeous city it's very photogenic you know so uh we got mm-hmm. what we needed had a good time um but yeah a lot of walking and very exhausting you know so <laughs> yeah it was a lot but That's... but it was fun nice. it was good uh cool nice have you been playing anything or you just been working not a whole lot. I mean, the only thing I've been playing is I've been playing a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, yeah. Just kind of in between, like, a couple hours here or there when I have time. But, man, that's it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Right on. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm playing a little bit of that. We actually talked about how much I don't like Baldur's Gate 3 in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because I don't really enjoy Dungeons & Dragons as a system. Oh, fair, yeah, so, yeah. I, so, I, I like it for what I'm doing. I mean, it's just been like, I don't really care about the main story at all. I've just been enjoying the, like, stumbling upon things and kind of yeah. creating my own little narrative. Um, yeah. And I like the turn-based combat. Um, personally, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of this sort of strategic kind of turn-based battles that they have in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been playing it in, like, little quick bursts, so. Yeah. But that's it, nice. yeah. <laughs> Uh, very cool. Do you know what kind of game is exactly the opposite of Baldur's Gate 3? Um, <laughs> I have a couple of ideas, but do enlighten couple... me. <laughs> well, the correct answer is the recently 1.0 released, critically acclaimed, fan-beloved Phantom Abyss by Team Wibby, <laughs> published by the clowns at Devolver Digital. And uh, I forgot to ask what your title is, Ben. Ben, what's your title? Uh, creative Director. And we happen to have the Executive Creative <laughs> President of Direction here <laughs> from Team Wibby here today with us, Ben Marinan. Hey, guys. It's great, it's great to be here. Love to be here. But can we, can, we, can, we, can we just backtrack to Baldur's Gate 3 for a second? What are you talking about, J.M.? I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't hear like, last week's podcast, but man, Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing. Uh, yes, it is, it is a technical achievement on many fronts. I celebrate it. I celebrate um, uh, 
uh, Larian success. I think they've done incredible things with it, and it's beautiful and wonderful. I just don't enjoy Dungeons and Dragons as a tabletop role-playing system, and to see it so faithfully translated to video game form is very unfun for me. <laughs> I just, I'm, uh, yes. you know, like when my fighter hits someone with the pommel of her sword and then has to take a nap before she can do it again. <laughs> I just... Uh, I, I'm I, just I, so wrong. Those are the uh, rules, I, man. Those are the, <laughs> those are the rules. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I know those are the rules. I don't like the rules in D&D. So, oh, hence, man. you know, I, a game that has... Yeah. You're full of surprises. You're enjoying it? No, you're full of surprises to me, J.M. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a monster. I know. I never would have guessed it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I haven't played it for a bit. I played it. I played it last year. But yeah, I thought it was nice. One of the one of the best games I've ever played. It was it was incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. A celebrated success. I can <laughs> know when something is good and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's I that's just, fair. Yeah. There's plenty yeah. of stuff like that for me. I was like, yeah, it's good. It's just not my jam. But yeah, I yeah. do enjoy the like the it's funny because that sort of stuff, I, I think that's what I like most about it, because in a lot of RPGs, mm-hmm. I usually go for like a charisma build and I try and talk my way out of everything. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy the combat and I enjoy how it limits me where it's like, oh, you can't do this until you have a rest mm-hmm. or you do that. So it yeah. kind of forces me to go into certain stuff. So in BG3. Uh-huh. I am picking fights way more than I do in any other kind of RPG. Just because I, I, it's it's fun for me. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. I have this limited amount of resources or I can only use this spell once per whatever. So I don't know. I find yes. that enjoying. Good. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just the amount of freedom to do all sorts of things, to try all sorts of things was yeah. very ambitious for a game and very impressive. Um, for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phenomenal work. It's also too horny for me. Too horny. <laughs> it's too horny for no, me. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, hang on, no, hang on. I'm going to put my foot down here and say... <laughs> um, speaking of games that are too horny, though, mm. Phantom Abyss. Yeah, Phantom Abyss. <laughs> came out 1.0. Very similar, yeah. I, I, mean, I love that we brought you on here to talk about your game, but you're just like, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can't let that all this game Sam needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Baldur's Gate is amazing. Oh, we said we said to squash that and sort that out first, <laughs> right? Totally fair. And now, now, now we can move on. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, Phantom Abyss. Um, so yeah, we so yeah, we came out in 1.0 recently, um, and yeah, I'm I'm happy to talk about anything and everything about about Phantom Abyss and whatever else. We can discuss other games if you want to as well. I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy to hang and talk about whatever. Nice. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Phantom Abyss is a 3D action platformer where you play an adventurer, treasure hunter, who you, you, you travel through these temples, you travel down into these temples to recover relics and deliver them to a godlike being named Altec. Um, and what's, what's the hook, maybe it could be said, is that these, these temples, you have one chance to run it one chance to succeed and if you don't make it you never get to try that exact temple again yeah um now in 1.0 there is a daily mode where there is a daily temple that you can try as many times as you want over the course of the day which i think is a cool variation on the theme 
Um, but yeah, and the cool you you run through and you have a whip that works the way you wish. Like it it has Indiana Jones vibes. Like you, it's a grappling whip. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there are all sorts of different types of whips that you get that all have different powers and abilities. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, there's there's three different modes. So there's the daily mode that you mentioned. That's always the same temple every day, and it changes each day. Um, and there, there's what's called adventure mode, where it's all these kind of like kind of like semi um, semi randomized, but also semi like custom like built curated. temples. Curated, yeah. Um, temples of, of like specific, of, of specific challenges using specific powers and whips, and then there's the abyss mode that's just totally random temples, but like kind of more grander and much bigger in scale. Um, yeah. Where that's kind of like the true you know, Phantom Abyss mode in my eyes, where, you know, the tons of people will attempt it and only one person will and it will start filling and filling with, with phantoms as, as people try it. Um, oh yeah, and the phantoms, because the people who play before you, you see their ghost running through the temple as well. Exactly, yeah. So everyone that failed the temple, you'll see, you'll, you'll see their ghosts and kind of learn from them and how they died, what they did and so on. Um, yeah. Hence, Phantom Abyss, because it's just this abyss filled with phantoms of people trying these really difficult temples. Um, yeah, that, and that's the premise of the game. It, it, it's you know, it's been in dev for way longer than we thought it would be, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're 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 happy with the outcome now of like of like where it is now, and we kind of made like the best version of the game in my, in my opinion. Now that's that, that's yeah. released in in January. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all started before the pandemic. Yes. Development, right? Totally. Yeah. 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 We started working on on this game in January of 2018. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 That was when the first version was was being made. So yeah, it it's wow. been a while. Yeah. 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 And then I think we signed with Devolver around December of 2018, around that kind of time. Okay. Um. And so yeah. Was been been involved since then, so yeah, it's been a, it's it's been the biggest game I've ever worked on for sure. Um, um, yeah, you know, I've worked on several things throughout my career so far, and yeah, this is the biggest one yet. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm super proud of of where we took it and what, and what, and what we did with it, and 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 that we're able to you know keep working on it and make the version that we wanted to make. Um, yeah, game game dev is hard, and you don't always get to do what you want with it with a game. So I'm, I feel really blessed to best blessed to be in the position that I'm in. Um, yeah, yeah. At what yeah. point uh, from so yeah early 2018 because did early access release? Um, how long how long was that period before you're like yes. oh, we're going to start letting people play it? You know. <laughs> so I think all the, all the years kind of blend together in my mind. <laughs> so, so, so early access came out in in uh, June or July in 2021, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I almost have to like double check the date on that, but it was it was definitely in early access, yeah, for for around two two years, you know, I I guess maybe yeah. two, maybe two and a bit years. Um, and so yeah, it was a really it was a really um. You know, interesting process being being in in early access, right? You, we kind of we kind of decided very early on in the project that that we wanted to release in early access, um, because of the nature of the game with phantoms running around. It's really hard to 
test that organically without getting just a bunch of people playing it and, and, and kind of seeing how that works. So, so it made sure. sense for us that, that this game would be an early access game and to get feedback from people and, and see what they want and see it's, and you know kind of learn from that and go from there. Um, it definitely wasn't the experience I was expecting as I was going through um, early access with Phantom Abyss. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but that's going to be my next yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> well, so 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 I think the first thing I was really blown away by immediately was how nice everyone was and how nice everyone is. You know, I think I was expecting like out of the gate, you know, people to be really rude and mean because that's kind of what you hear from like Steam forums or, you know, games mm-hmm. in general is people can sure, be really nasty yeah. on the internet. You know, that, 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 it's like the default expectation is people are going to hate on me in the comments, right? Um, but just, you know, we, we had this private Discord, well, not private, a public Discord where anyone can join and talk about the game and just everyone was so phenomenally nice and kind, you know, like for, for, from day one of, of releasing, it was, it was really, really incredible. Um, it's a darling community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Discord.gg slash Phantom Abyss. <laughs> yeah, it it really is. And, you know, there's like a whole, there's a whole bunch of people that, you know, have been diehard fans from day one, right? That have just always been talking to us through the, the whole process of being an NLA actress for Phantom Abyss, which has been really incredible. Um, yeah, I those guys all blow me away of like how dedicated they are and you know they'll always be jumping on immediately for any updates or any betas will do um it was yeah really surprising to me of of, um just just how enjoyable that side of early access was was like all the really diehard cool fans um that really made a lot of the projects really um rewarding to work on because you would get these like these nice comments all the time immediately which i wasn't exactly expecting um on the flip side you know you know it's not it's, it's not just it's not just those guys and while most people were really kind you know i think being being in early access you definitely get feedback immediately you know like for the most part pe- people like the changes we were making and, and things were really good um there was one patch in one particular december maybe it was like december 22 where we released an update and we just got slammed like everyone hated every change we made um yeah it was it was brutal um i mean it was it was it was fair it was fair criticism right and we went back on and we and we changed and we listened to what people were saying to try and make the version that everyone wanted right you know because at the end of the day we're making this game for the players and for the people you know and especially these diehard fans you know we want to make them happy as well was it you know if these are the people loving our game the most, you know, we really want them to be happy as well. Um, you know, I think that the, the Discord in particular was, was was very nice during that time, but, you know, and, and, and supportive and things, but, you know, just, just the general greater public reaction um, was negative for, for that for that particular patch. Um, and, you know, you know, it's funny, we made made several patches and that's just like the one patch that stands out right it's like the, it's, it's like yes, the negative one yeah you know <laughs> yeah there were a lot of there yeah. were a lot of and the game yeah. changed a lot over the course of the patches and over the yeah. course of development um that was just one patch there was some mechanical mm. like it was a, what was it the keys or something anyway it's not really important <laughs> but yeah there was just a couple changes that really rubbed folks the wrong way yeah um, yeah i think it was um i mean just in general we would try and push things more towards like 
interacting with phantoms and phantoms having a bigger deal on the game mm. you know because that, that 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 to us was the more I- interesting part of the game was having these phantoms in it and mm-hmm. i kind of felt like the more we tried to push that the more people would push would push against us um because they also just liked you know j- j- just running the game with, by themselves and, and having no external factors and being able to beat the temple without it anyone else interfering right so it was a really interesting and difficult problem trying to balance that of like having these phantoms in, the, in temples that are meaningful while also not impacting people's runs and feeling like they're being cheated by by phantom by, by phantoms interacting with them um, right because some people and and you mean cheating because it the phantoms never made things harder for anybody no it's no. not like phantoms were ruining anybody's run the no. phantoms would make it slightly easier for yes. people. so if a phantom yeah. died to a specific trap mm. that trap would be disabled yeah and yeah. some people the hardcore like just, the r- people that are really good they're like no i, w- I want absolutely i want full yeah. challenge i want none of this i want no phantoms yeah. i want to beat the temple me because yeah. i'm the best right because uh, i am the one <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and so that was an interesting problem trying to sort out of trying to make everyone happy i i think i mean yeah. At the end of the day, what makes games so difficult to make is you're trying to make a game for a lot of different types of people, right? And mm-hmm. and, and different people like different things. And trying to make everyone mm-hmm. happy is a near impossible task. And that's why every game is really difficult because everyone's trying to make as many people happy as possible, right? Or, yeah. or you are just trying to make a certain, a certain group of people happy and screw everyone else. And that's also a fine direction for games, but that's still a difficult decision to make, you know, because you still, you know, want the game to sell well and do well. And, you know, and, and you still want to make as many people happy as you can. So it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's such a balancing act, you know, like that, as, as well as like getting the difficulty right, because once again, because people have all sorts of different skill levels. Um, yeah yeah it's 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 never a clear um path of like where you should take games and we always just try our best to do what we think is the best decision whether that's right or yeah. wrong you know it's it's helpful being in early access to find that stuff out i guess um and now yeah. and and now i feel like we've landed on, on a pretty sweet spot for the game in, in 1.0 after going through various iterations right and like finding kind of that sweet spot of something that everyone can, can enjoy um yeah at least i feel we have i agree i yeah. mean the, the the way the difficulty is now mm-hmm. because you have adventure mode where you have a progression that players can play mm-hmm. and it gets more challenging as they go through the challenges but at any time you can be like i want to go do a lighter temple yeah i want to just like have a good time and do something a little easier yeah and for the more hardcore players you've got abyss mode which is you know eight floors each floor gets progressively <laughs> more challenging yeah and yeah i mean i think i think y'all found a way to really hit all the marks yeah um, thank you really thanks yeah for sure yeah because uh, we so we did uh, a regular stream called ask the abyss where we would i would play the game and different members of the Wibby team would come and answer questions from the discord mm. and i tell you there was a long time where I was, I was struggling. <laughs> I'm pretty good at video games. Yeah, yeah. And I did okay, but the game, it, I mean, it was really challenging, but you had, you have a, that's kind of one of the, que- I mean, that is one of the questions I wanted to ask, but you have all these people that were really fucking good at the game that made up a, like a big chunk, a, a core of the, the early access audience. Yeah. And so... I mean, I think y'all found a really good way to meet everyone's demands because to, to satisfy their itch to play the game at its peak meant that someone like me was just 
hitting a wall. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The difficulty was something was was really the biggest thing we were focusing on. You know, for the one point zero patch in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yet all our Ask the EBS sessions were great. You know, because it would keep us in line to see where the game really was sitting at, as you were playing it, right? Um, yeah. You know, and it was very clear. It was very too. It, it was too. It was too difficult for a long time, right? Um, very hard. <laughs> 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 I mean. In defense of JM, you know, you're also trying to talk, you know, during a thing, you know, just like, you know, it's like focused in, right? You know, you're also trying yeah. to run a run a stream at the same time. Um, but yeah, the game was very hard. And, you know, if I, could, if, if I could go back in time, you know, we would have done more things with difficulty earlier. You know, I think, I think that's something we didn't really, but yeah, like we could have caught better if I was to, if I was to do it over again. Right, was to um, mm. address the difficulty more earlier on, um, but, but yeah, and even just like going through different options of like how to address this difficulty thing, right? Like we we talked about so many different options of you know like selecting your difficulty. It's it, it's such an it's such an interesting problem for any for any type of game of like you know how do I address the difficulty of this game? And all sorts of games try different things, right? Whether you know some games will try dynamic difficulties, but we'll just try and like adjust things on the fly, you know, like without the player even knowing because it it feels really bad to like open up a game and it's like, hey, what difficulty do you want? Do you want easy, medium, hard, or insane? And you're like, I've I've got yeah. no idea. I've got no idea what my skill level is. I like you know. You tell me what what difficulty I want to play. I don't know, you know, um, you know, and a lot of people will, will choose normal when really they would have more fun on hard. You just you just don't know, right? Or some people will choose insane when you, they should really be playing on normal, you know, because they will actually enjoy that more, right? Um, and so it's a really difficult problem that, that like I don't think anyone's like fully solved, and everyone just kind of like takes a path and like that's that's how we're gonna deal with it. Um, and so, and so we talked about that about that option, but 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 by having different difficulties or temples, it would just more put all of our all of our players into into different buckets, you know. And we and we, and we really wanted to have our temples filled with phantoms, right, rather than be smaller mm-hmm. with more subsets of people, you know. So that's that's that option really didn't, didn't really didn't feel right for us. Um, and so, I I think by instead kind of our kind of our approach was to have these different temples that were fairly easy and and they get and there are more difficult temples to choose from but then on top of that as well you can also manually opt in to make temples more difficult as well so 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 we have this old this old That's challenge right. this old challenge system right where you, where you can opt in and say like hey in this te- I'm, I'm going to play this temple but I'm going to add this challenge that that makes things dark every few seconds or I'm going to add this challenge where I take more damage I'm going to add this challenge where you know, I don't find find as many coins, um, and so and so then you're still in the same pool as other players, but you've intentionally made it harder on yourself. And we kind of found, uh, you know, and and you do that to get rewards and and, un- and unlock new cosmetics and things. Um, and that felt like a nicer solution of like opting in for the challenge and kind of like trying to tune it to what you think you're capable of, rather than just choosing yeah. a blanket like I want easy temples and that's all I'm gonna play. Um, so. Were you? shocked at how fucking good some people are at this game yeah yeah <laughs> i was I, I am so like i i think i'm pretty good at phantom abyss right like i can i can pretty much beat the game without dying right um and so like i you know in my head i was kind of like a benchmark of like right like this, 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 like all the good players can do this 
and then I would watch some of these guys, and they are they are insane. They just they mm-hmm. like they they move faster than I would ever ever thought was possible, and they just like never take damage and go into like they're incredible. I was I was I was shocked at, at how good some people are for sure. Yeah. We at Devolver have been working on a program to find people that are very good at video games, and then we hunt them and then eat their brains and hearts <laughs> to gain their power. Um, we're spearheading it. Uh, we're, we're trying to, you know, because, you know, we're scrappy, we're indie. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway. Uh, but, like, no, you see some of these people and you're like, how do you respond that quickly to that much stimulus? It's insane. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it was also interesting, right? Because because in Phantom Abyss, you know, because you see everyone that that has played temples, right? The whole idea was it would be really cool to see other phantoms and kind of see the decisions they make and kind of see like what traps they will they avoid, you know. And like in in my mind, as I was coming up with the idea of the game, you know, it was going to be really cool to like you know you can almost like look at people and kind of like see their brain work as they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. But in reality, everyone just like blind just like races off like sonic and they're gone you're like what 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 is happening you know it was it was really interesting in in practice actually getting it getting the game working and seeing what what happened it was like far different to what i expected and how i expected people to play the game right um you know and we tried to encourage you know people to explore more and take your time more and find all the nooks and crannies of of all the treasure hidden around the place um, but no, but no matter what we did, like the primary mode was like I'm gonna go fast, and then everyone else, yeah. and, and, and then you and then you see everyone go fast, like oh everyone's going fast, I better go fast, and it just turns into this yeah. into this into this funny thing where everyone's like following each other, going as fast as they can, um, which is not like it takes an... what which is not what we really wanted, right? Because yeah, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the phantoms if everyone's running off and, and you can't see what they're doing. Um, it's hard to deliberately like even knowing the like what I know about the game. Sometimes I'd have to deliberately like slow myself down because there's mm. something about it. There's this 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 desire to just rush and go as fast as you can. Yeah, I don't get it, but yeah, it's there. It's really interesting. Like I, I think I think it's a it's a very different game if you're playing in a game without phantoms as opposed to tons of phantoms. It it, it just it, it just feels different, right? Like it, it's just a very different experience. Like even 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 if like mechanically nothing's different, you know, you can do anything you want. Just seeing people do things kind of just like makes your brain think you have to do those things as well. It's it's, it's like, really interesting. Yeah, it's like traffic when someone goes faster than you, and you're like, yeah. there's, it's not, they're not slowing you down by going faster, but you're like, well, I better speed up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was really interesting and fascinating to me um, how much that affected things. Um, yeah, we've talked a lot about surprises that came about, like from seeing people in action. Were there any aspects of the game that came out as predicted and that you managed to carry through kind of the, I mean, maybe they grew and changed a little bit, but that were kind of that stuck. Um, I think like at its essence, you know, the core game didn't change. Right. Like, like, yeah. like the, the idea and the premise that we had from day one is still the game that we made. Right. Um, you know, things didn't radically change from that core idea of, you're going into a temple to get a relic. There's tons of ghosts from other people. You know, um, yeah. you only get one chance. All of that stuff, you know, remain consistent. 
um, yeah, I, I think, which I, which I'm really happy about as well. You know, like, I love, I love that the, the, the core premise stayed the same, and then we always kind of know what we were doing there. It was just all the dressing and meta levels, and you know, yeah. everything around that that you know fills up all your time and what what kind of temples you play, what kind of modes you play, all that stuff went through many iterations. But I think that core idea and the core premise always stayed solid into what we were yeah. into what we were building. Um, and if yeah, if if you look at the really early prototypes of the game. You know, it really is the same thing, just much uglier. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Which I'm happy about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I feel like we stayed true to what, to what we were trying to build. Yeah. The wit mechanics, I think, stayed pretty similar too. Like the, the grappling wit. Yeah, they did. I, didn't change too much. Actually, the, yeah, that was a, that was a, I guess not late edition, but like we didn't even come up with that idea or or make it until around, you know, I guess two years in, in, into development, I guess. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I think for a long time it was just running and jumping and sliding and, um, and so on. Um, Okay. And it was only, yeah. So, and I think what made, what made the the addition of the whip is we, we just didn't feel the base game in like a blank room with nothing going on was fun enough you know how like mm-hmm. like how like they always say you know like if you're building a mario game you just get mario in like a an empty room with nothing and it still feels really fun to run and jump and, and, and move around right um hmm. and it was only after we made the whip where it just like kind of felt fun to just like hang out in in, in an empty room with nothing we'd whip on top of stuff and it would feel really satisfying and then you and then you jump down and do other things and that really, t- to us, added the extra element that we were looking for to make just the base gameplay more fun without 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 even adding like scripted or um, intentional traps or events. Um, it just felt really fun to us to whip, and, and it also gave us a lot more options for vertical travel, right? Um, yeah. Because yeah, like like without that thing, like levels were, were very much more flat because trying to trying to trying to traverse up. Up especially is difficult, and it's, and it just kind of made sense in the end. And you know, the whole ties with Indiana Jones and going in, into temples it just made sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That that wasn't in the initial idea until much later, um, and it just kind of made sense. And like with the whip, we tried a whole bunch of stuff. You know, like we really wanted to do the traditional whip swinging, where you'd attach to a point and, and actually swing swing like yeah. a whip, like a whip. Um, and we never did it just because it never like while it was like really cool in, in your mind and on your head you know it, it was never actually practical for actually getting through content and it's also really yeah. and, and it's also really difficult to make as well i mean like or really difficult is, is subjective but expensive and a lot for what we feel wouldn't actually benefit that much in terms of mechanics um yeah. you know because what was more important was being able to traverse and go wherever you want right and yeah and and in most games um, that had to have that have a grappling device, uh, they'll often just be specific nodes where you're like you can only grapple to this node and that and that's where you go to, to get this, this this space right. And we, and we thought it was really important that you could grapple anything and and and, and, and anything any point where you, where you want to grapple you can just go there. You know I yeah. I think I was I was probably inspired by Breath of the Wild at that point where you can just climb anything you know which at the time mm-hmm. was 
revolutionary, right? To just climb absolutely anything that wasn't really a thing before Breath of the Wild, as, as far as I'm aware. Um, and I yeah. and I love that sense of freedom in a game where you can just do, where if you if you just want to do something or think something, you can just do it. You're not restricted, but behind you know like intentional grapple points or you, you have to do things this way. I I really wanted a game where you, where you, you've got any options and you just have to figure it out and do it whichever way works right um and kind of yeah. kind of make your own path and then also just like seeing how other phantoms do it and, and learning from them as well so, so whether they grapple or they, or they use or they get certain powers and and they can use and, and they can use those those powers to air dash or double jump or whatever you want you know and it was all and all the powers were also about expanding your toolbox to be able to solve puzzles in, in any way in any way that you want so we so so try to design levels that was always possible with a whip but but would then be made easier or, or have more options open up to you as you got more powers as you're playing as well um a late yeah. a late addition to the game that only made it into the 1.0 version of the game well was a dash you know like we finally made a mm. air dash um that was supposed that there was going to be a power initially as we were making it and then we and then we decided to change it into a core ability instead just because once again it added up so many more options and, and, and possibilities of, of things to do um yeah uh, i think that i think that really helped change things for us a bit you know kind of a rule that we had going into the game is we never wanted you to do the same thing for more than three seconds um or like three like five seconds absolute max you know so you should never be running on on the spot for like you know three to five seconds if you do that we haven't done our jobs well enough you know you should, you should always have to slide into a whip into a roll into a wait wait for this trap all right go dash whip you should always be doing a, a different action all the time um and, nice. and, by, and by adding that dash that really helps give more variety in, in in actions that you were doing to help to help keep you on on the ball and moving um yeah yeah so the, yeah i forget what the question was but <laughs> there was a question <laughs> um yeah so so i think adding that dash really um helped us be fully happy with the movement systems and um yeah and yeah it it really helped round off um the game the gameplay of 1.0 i think yeah yeah i'm a fan <laughs> it just keeps Thanks, it really man. kinetic you know mm. like mm. yeah 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 um it, it it also i don't yeah i mean like it's more kinetic it, it gives you like a greater sense of agency like if you miss a whip or if you miss a jump you've got another button you can push to maybe mm. you know dash up high enough to grab the ledge or yeah or whatever. totally it, it, it totally helps <clears throat> to expand your options out for, for yeah as again for, for for things in your tool belt right and that and that was the whole idea yeah. behind um the power system as well is to always, so always just adding things to your tool to your tool belt of options to choose from and and yeah. and things that you can do. Um, yeah, yeah. I you know there, there's always more ideas and stuff and stuff that that we had. Like there was a, there was a really cool ability that didn't make it into the final game because of problems, but there was this really cool ability where you could whip phantoms and teleport to that phantom, um, <laughs> which was cool. Which was it was super cool. It was super fun. There was just like these weird bugs where you would teleport like from a room to a room without going through like a room's trigger box and it would cause all sorts mm. of problems and it was i think we could probably fix it but just at, at the time it was like too difficult to fix at the time so we turned it off i would love to get yeah. it back because it, it was super fun 
it, it was it was it was super cool and super fun and then it, and then you know like that's an, that's an example of an idea where we were trying to make phantoms have a bigger impact on your run right where you're like yeah our goal was like we really wanted you to be like yes there's tons of phantoms in this temple i can i can use them you know like we really wanted yeah. that feeling um and and you still get that where like the more phantoms there are the more health you can find because if you find where, where, where someone died you, you can get like a quarter a quarter heart of health from that person and they also disable traps yeah. but yeah i loved the dynamicness of being able to teleport to phantoms it was it, it was super fun uh, that would be a cool thing too as a player being like oh i've got up on this ledge that was really hard for me yeah. i'll hang out here for a second yeah and you know yeah. you do a level a couple of crouches <laughs> somebody knows that i'm friendly and then they can you know whip to me yeah if they uh if they notice in a timely manner yeah yeah that's yeah cool like th- that's the kind of stuff that i really wanted in this game was like you intentionally yeah. try, like try to help out people you know just, just yeah. by hanging like hanging out like that yeah i really wanted moments like that in the game um and you know there are there are some dark rooms in the game where where things are pretty hard to see but then if it's filled with phantoms mm-hmm. phantoms light up the place um and, and make it much easier to see so we're, we're always trying, trying to come up with ideas and different things that could that could really help you and make like tons of phantoms in a, in a, in a temple being a good thing um yeah 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 in my in my mind like the, the example i gave when we first started development was you know I thought I thought it'd be cool if you know someone just starts starts jumping on the spot for a bit, and then someone sees that and and they go up to them, and then they start jumping on on the spot next to them, and then someone else sees it, and then, and then they go up and start jumping <laughs> on the spot, right? Like I really wanted like these organic moments where it's just like silly and people doing things, and they're not doing they're not doing it together, but it, but but it's still just this, this organic thing that happens where where people start yeah. interacting with other peoples from the past. I just I just thought that was a really cool idea in my mind that I wanted to explore yeah. more this game um, well, there's too many spike traps and i'm too busy being shot to do fun <laughs> so, no, no, yeah people have got places to be they, they don't have time to hang out they just fucking blitz <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, th- I i think there is some of that still um yeah 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 and it it's what i love about the game is is, is seeing people um and and seeing what other people do it's and yeah, and yeah, just doing, just talking with the community has been, yeah, uh, one of the best parts of the game for me as well. Um, nice. Yeah. How are they doing on uh, translating the the hidden language? Um. Oh, that's that's a really interesting thing, right? Like, so so we've got this whole language in the game for for those that don't know, where you know it, it, it's got hundreds of different symbols, and each symbol means something. Right, and we don't really explain it anywhere, or have a translating tool, or nothing. It's just all these symbols, and, and they all mean something, on, on, like you know, to, to us, and, and we know what they all mean. Um, and within like a few days, like a week max of the, of the game going into early access, people had translated the entire language, which completely <laughs> blew my mind. Like I, 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 I was amazed. Like. <laughs> They made their own website wiki of like translating things, and it was a whole thing for like a, for like a week or two. There was a channel in in the Discord where it was every day people were posting, figuring out like, oh, I think this could mean this, this, or this, and they were all tracking it down, you know, because there were all these different 
tablets in the game of different of different poems of these symbols being used together to make to make little stories and so they were all mm-hmm. figuring out all the different tablets and like using them in different contexts trying to figure out what they, what they all meant and they all they all figured it out super fast i i was astounded by it i couldn't believe it you know like <laughs> yeah yeah you know i mean i think it's great it's amazing that y'all had it too yeah. like it's it's really cool that there's that depth there in the environment mm-hmm. Because it's it's not heavy handed. There's just these panels yeah. that have symbols on them that you can find, yeah. and through that, people parsed out the whole thing, <laughs> and that's really cool. Yeah, like um, it's such a shame, you know. I I really wanted to add more translating tools to the game so that everyone mm-hmm. can kind of can kind of even learn that there's this language to language to unlock. And I feel like we we had this 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 awesome little side thing where you can start learning more symbols and what things mean over time and it's awesome content to, to unlock as you start translating things. Um and it was a real internal struggle on the team where like I thought it'd be good to help unlock that and show people there's all, the, all these things to unlock while while the people were more hardcore of like, no, you know, it needs it needs to be really obtuse and difficult that no one knows about (laughs) (laughs) so you know the end of the day i I didn't write the language it was was another person on the team and it it was their baby and i and i would rather alex butterfield alex butterfield yeah Yeah. you know and they really preferred it being this this weird obtuse language that only a few people get and which i get from their perspective um and so and the official translation is the fan translation yes <laughs> which according to right according to alex which i also don't understand but it's his baby <laughs> I, i'm gonna let him but no, then there was there was the official alex translation and then the tr- sure. and then the fan translations and it was it, it's pretty close to each other with like a few with like a few differences and alex decided yeah. that the fans translations are the real translations which i mean that's how archaeology is right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to know that's true that, that, that that's how it works it, yeah. it, it, i mean the only reason i mean i wonder i wonder what it would be like these days if we hadn't had the rosetta stone with egyptian hieroglyphics yeah. because we had like people had no idea what hieroglyphics translated to totally and it wasn't until they happened upon the Rosetta Stone that just translated <laughs> for them yeah. that people were able to start actually translating hieroglyphics. So I, I wonder how that would be with the, you know, what is it? What do you call it? Crowdsourcing these days, if yeah. that would be something that could be solved the way that these hieroglyphics were solved. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, once again, again it, it made so much sense to me to have a Rosetta Stone in our, in our game. But... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was... I guess they didn't I mean I guess they didn't need it they... no no that's very true yeah and, and that's like such a clear example of how much the community blew me away right you know yeah. I didn't really know what to expect and it was super rewarded and super cool that people got so into it like yeah that was yeah I, lo- I love that stuff I, I love people getting passionate and like really really into games that I make right like that's that, that that's super awesome um, and it was also once again super rewarding just seeing yeah a bunch of these passionate guys play it you know hours after release you know there was one guy that you know we we, we released the game in Australian time so we're in Australia so we released the game Australian time so that we can like make sure everything's fine and then one of our hardcore fans in America just played it until 5am in America just like playing through it and 
going and I, I went to work a few hours later <laughs> it was just yeah it was amazing <laughs> fantastic yeah 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 um, it's super rewarding games 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 on that front um, yeah. and yeah and now I'm really I'm really glad people are playing it and now moving on to the next thing I guess is it Which you're not going to tell us about. I'm not going to tell no, you. You are going to. No, you're not going to tell. Okay, I yeah. don't think so. I th but you mentioned, yeah. you know, the joy of the games that you make and people get digging into the games that you make. And I'm curious about how, what your path has been. You know, when did you? How did you start getting into games? And what games yeah. have you made previously? And you know, how did you meet the team that became Team Wibby? Totally. Yeah. So I, I got I got super lucky. Right. Like games is a really difficult job to get into um you know like i think i think a lot of people want want to want to work in games and yeah it's super competitive and difficult so so i i was lucky enough to get a game design job at Halfbrick, um which which makes fruit ninja and jetpack joyride and things like that um okay and, nice and and so yeah i i joined Halfbrick like you know a few months after fruit ninja was released as a game designer um and then I think like and the games industry is so crazy, right? So within a year, I was all of a sudden found myself like a a, a year experience in, in game design. All of a sudden, I found myself being the lead designer on Fruit Ninja, um, <laughs> because just like the company was was rapidly expanding so fast, all the experienced people that made stuff wanted to make new games, and so I'm just given Fruit Ninja and told to told to work on it and uh, i'm now the lead design on it uh which i was not prepared for in hindsight right like you know i i did what i could uh you know i'm not su super proud of the changes that i made but it was like an incredible experience to have right and and just the people working in, in that company at the time were just the best of the best like all, all these people were amazing that i was working with and that's and that's where i found everyone on the Phantom Abyss team, right? So it's, so I was there for several years, um, you know, from, from around 2011 to 2015, and then a bunch of us decided to leave, and we made a game called Mr. Shifty. Um, and so, so yeah, prior to that, we were always making phone games. Um, I didn't just work on Fruit Ninja, I made a bunch, I, I made a bunch of games. I, I, I made a game called Radical Repelling, and a game called Hollywood Game Night, and a few others um, that were all phone games. Um, and so then in 2015, we, we started our own company, made a game called Mr. Shifty that was on PC and Switch. Um, all kind of the same team, or not, not 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 the exact team as Phantom Abyss, but most of us, all, all the founders, mm -hmm. are kind of the same. Um, and so then after making that for a few years, we then started on Phantom Abyss in, in 2018. Um, so yeah, I don't have that many games under my, under my belt. A few. Uh, a, a few now. Yes. Um... But yeah, yeah, you know, after 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 making that leap, you know, I I always want to be making my own games moving forward. It's such a rewarding experience, especially now that I can work yeah. work from home. Now that I've got a family and things, right? You know, like I I, I always want to work from home. That was another thing that happened during this <laughs> yeah. seven year time period, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got I got married and, and had children. Um, Dev a kid too. Two. Yeah, you have two kids in that time. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a super busy time for sure. 
um, and it's it's super awesome that we're, that we're able to make it work right where I'm at, where I'm able I'm, I'm mm-hmm. able to make my own games and 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 still support a family it's you know stressful at times but I but I love it I love being in control and and being able to choose my own hours right you know like having a family it's nice that i can help out at relevant times you know my normal work day looks very different that i wouldn't be able to do at a company where you know i i kind of work from 10 a.m to 4 p.m as my core hours and then i'll either work early in the morning or really late at night to to make up other hours it's just dependent on what's going on from day to day right and Mm -hmm. it's yeah and i love being able to have that freedom um you know it, it, it it comes with stress for sure as well um, you know, and, espe- and especially making making games like this, you know, and we'll work hard, w- 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 work hard all the time. Really, I was going to say we're needed, but yeah. we're always working hard. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you, know? you guys were looking pretty tired for a while there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I th- I, th- I think I found this especially people don't realize how small the team the team was. You know, I think people are always shocked when we say, you know, I mean, I, I mean, really for for a long time, for many years, it was it was just three of us. It was just me, Josh. Yeah. It was just, just me, Josh, and Motsu making this crazy, you know, giant first-person first-person game with uh, that's multiplayer yeah. with servers and things, you know. But by the 1.0 launch, we had a core team of, I think, seven people. Um, Jesus, <laughs> that's. <laughs> yeah. I was like, surely they got up to like 15 or something. Wow, yeah. seven. Yeah, I think. For the next game, I, I want to go to twenty. I don't want to do such a small team again. I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I kind of learned my lesson from there. But um, but it's been fun. Um, yeah, and it's been, and, it, and it's been rewarding. You know, for for anyone listening to the podcast that wants to get into games, I highly recommend you get a job first and make all your mistakes in a job. I know jobs are really hard to come by, um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't recommend starting an indie company without getting a lot of industry experience first however that looks like however that looks like if you can get it because games are way harder to make than you may think and you're going to make a lot of mistakes well, yeah. we still make mistakes all the time right um but yeah there's just a lot to learn i, I know i know like start, starting starting out i learned more in my first two weeks on the job than i did two years of study learning how to make games like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially in game design as well. I think I think the courses are much better now, but at least for me, when I was studying game design, no, like no one knew what they were talking about. But what game yeah. design is, um, it's it's this really interesting space where the only people that can really teach it are the ones that have, that really have done it and and and, and have done it well. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's subjective. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> yeah. to find. Yeah. 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 Totally. But yeah, you you definitely learn. From people that have done it, at least, yeah. at least in my experience. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and so then, and so that's me. And so now, yeah, now we're we're moving on to something new now. Once again, hopefully, keep keep keeping cool. keep, keeping the train going. Uh, I think we learned. A, I think I think I think we learned a lot from Phantom Abyss yeah. in particular. This was um, your first early access title, right? Yes. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that there's definitely definite pros and cons to early access. You know, I don't yeah. go in again. I don't know if I would do early access again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it made sense to us at, at the time that we would do early access, especially for Phantom Abyss, as we're trying to like you know have this game with Phantoms and things. Um, yeah, 
I, th- I think we, pro- we probably launched too early in Phantom Abyss. You know, um, it's such a dangerous thing doing early access. I think because because you, because because you don't know if you'll get the same amount of attention. Like you, you kind of only get one bite of the apple. And I and I kind of wish we took that bite a bit later. You know, in hindsight. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, what can you do? You can end the yeah, well, you didn't have, I mean, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, like, there's no other games really quite like this yeah. that exists. So you didn't have any other phantoms running in front of you yeah. that you could kind of look at yeah. and see, yeah. like, kind of how their experience had been because the nature of the game was so online, you know, and because there's so many things. So, yeah. 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 It's tough. It's a challenge. Uh, so it's PlayStation and Xbox right now, right? Not PlayStation. No. Not PlayStation. Why did I say that? I meant to say PC and Xbox. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> That's my first day. Uh, PC and Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still in Game Pass? Yes. Or yeah, okay. Totally. So if someone's got Xbox, they can just grab it in Game Pass and start playing right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening out, haven't played it, please check it out. Um, I think it's really cool. And yeah, it's, if it's on Game Pass, you can just grab, you can just play it immediately. Um, and if you get on PC, you can pay money and play it, which is even better. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's happier <laughs> that, that way. It's the best. <laughs> uh, if folks want to follow you to see where, you know, what comes next, how do, how do, how do people follow you? How do people find you? That's a great question. Um, you can follow me at, at Ben Marinan on, on X. Um. <laughs> <laughs> how do you spell Marinan? Uh, M-A-R-R-I-N-A-N at Ben Marinan. Um, I, I never tweet, um, but I, I, I might <laughs> if I'm doing something new. Fair. I don't, fair. I don't, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't really use how long. it, to, to be fair. Um, but yeah, follow me on there and I'll I inevitably re- retweet whatever I'm working on next from, from, cool. from the new project for sure. Um, or reach out and, and, and say hi. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you to reach out and, and talk to me. Um, yeah, I. But yeah, for the most part, that that's also been a difficult part of process. It's like just naturally, I'm not a big talker. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with the community and things, you know, I like just focusing on the, on the games that I'm making. You know, I'm you know I'm quite quite introverted naturally, and I just like focusing on what I'm doing. You know, like you know, it's it's a bit weird for me and different for me for to just talk to people i guess i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 a wild time like because you know it used to be you just make a game and you release a game yeah and now you you, you're making a game and you talk to people about the game and then you release the game and people want to talk to you about the game after you release the game and and it's it's fascinating (laughs) how 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 things have developed yeah yeah you know i i i do love talking to people you know, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and I do love people reaching out for sure. You know, I just, you know, I also love working and and making <laughs> yeah. games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, yeah. I I don't have much more to say about Phantom Phantom Abyss, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being here. Did you want to know where to follow Devolver Digital? Yeah. Where? Say, where say can no. I? Say no. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Well, Jared <laughs> loves to tell people where they can follow Devolver Digital. Damn it. 
I just I would have loved you like do you know you want to know where to follow Jamal for digital you're like no I already do no. why would I <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> do not um yeah well shit okay here we are <laughs> um if anybody else listening wants to follow us we are also on the X uh whatever you the the X Twitter the X um at Devolver Digital um we're on, I mean, we're on all of them. We're on the Instagram, we're on the Discord, we're on the, I think we're still on Facebook. I don't know if we're on Facebook. uses Facebook yeah. still. Um, Twitch.tv slash Devolver Digital. Got some Twitching going on there. And um, mm-hmm. of course, we got just the website. So you can follow up on all the mm-hmm. games. And uh, that's, is that it? TikTok? Oh, yeah, the Zoomers. Yeah. I remembered yeah. Facebook, but I didn't remember TikTok. Yeah. So. <laughs> fucking old yeah. fucking boomer. Uh, um, yeah. Boomer.com. Uh, I wonder if we're going to get on Blue Sky now that it just went public. I, I imagine yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, it just went public today or yesterday or whatever. I don't know. Oh, and you've, you've got threads as well, right? Oh, <laughs> threads. Are we on threads? Yeah, I Look think so. For... Great. <laughs> I, what a delight! I don't even know what I don't even know what this is. <laughs> it's like a knitting website or some shit. Oh, I'd follow that. I follow Devolver Knitting. Devolver yeah. <laughs> Knitting, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks yeah, for thanks being for here, Ben. Us. Thanks for talking to yeah, us. Thanks, about guys. It. Yeah. No, yeah, my pleasure. And, uh... right. Bye, everybody. Oh, Bye.